Out of the box family, I am your host, Jay Got Soul, and this is season three, episode two, titled Buck Music. This show is sponsored by Urban Financial Literacy. Urban Financial Literacy specializes in building, protecting, and preserving your wealth. If you or your family need information on life insurance, retirement planning, credit repair, mortgage protection, or trust and estate planning, reach out to Urban Financial Literacy at www.urbanfinancialliteracy.com to book a consultation. Then do yourself a favor and join the Black Money Matters Act Like It movement. Visit www.blackmoneymattersactlikeit.com. The Black Money Matters Act Like It brand is a financial literacy brand. We offer clothing that serves as a reminder to take inventory over your finances through practical budgeting guide. We also have our Now Act Like It worksheet, which is free, and it's also a guide to help you uh, have a practical way of doing your personal budgeting and repeat this budgeting formula monthly. We offer a 30-minute consultation to follow to follow your uh, following your first purchase to get you started on your financial healing journey. So currently we are having our rebranding sale and we are um, we have our remaining items that are that are going for sale for only $30. And we now have officially dropped our Nova Sky dedication collection, which is now available for order on my website. Um, So get that and just know that the proceeds from that dedication line will be allocated towards Nova Sky's medical bills. All right, so please note that, um, like I said, a percentage will be going towards the, the medical bills, and we appreciate your continued support. So thank you for listening, and I would like to ask you all to share this broadcast with as many people as possible because we know you're going to have some gems from this, this episode that you're going to want to take with you and share it with a friend. All right, so before we get started, let's have a word of prayer. Dear God, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for our guest, Daisy, who came into the studio and made it here safely. God, we just ask that you protect us and keep us during this show and protect us as we leave this show. Uh, We just thank you for all of the opportunities you have afforded us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So in studio today, we have the buckest woman on earth. She is a crump dancer. She can be seen in the movie Rise. She is a lyrical savage and the originator of Buck Music. We have Daisy in the studio, and I'm excited to chop it up with her. So out of the box family, help me welcome Daisy to the studio. Hey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Daisy, man, I've been waiting to talk to you for a minute. Um, no, man, no. this has been a long time coming. I definitely appreciate you for coming through. Um, so let's get into it, Daisy. So tell us who is Daisy? Whew. 
who is Daisy? That's such a broad question. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, shoot, I'm just, I'm just Buck. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you are. Buck, I'm Buck. I'm um, shoot. My mom, my mom says that I'm, I'm a slow because I was born two weeks late. <laughs> So I'm a slow miracle. Ooh, okay. <laughs> she wasn't supposed to be able to have me mm-hmm. due to some like early life complications, but I'm here and I guess it's for a reason. Um but yeah, like you said, I'm the I'm the buckest woman on earth. Sir. <laughs> um Daisy. Shoot, I don't know. I think I'm just like a collection of things. I think um I'm I'm I'm, I'm a great friend. I'm a I'm a pretty cool artist. Um, I'm pretty crazy on the dance floor, too. <laughs> Play a little basketball, too. Oh, yeah. I saw that block. Get a little, get a little saucy with that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh, just somebody that's just here, here to try to make some kind of impact on the earth, man. Um, trying to see some kind of difference, you know, and just make a mark because life is so, it's so short, yeah. you know, Uh just been learning a lot since this pandemic thing and just seeing so many things come about but yeah man just yeah just uh just a young woman trying to trying to make a difference yeah That's daisy dope okay so what schools did you attend you a la native and all that kind of stuff yeah for sure la native west side you already know yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so what's interesting is uh all my like elementary up until like junior high like i went to Roosevelt. I feel like everybody from LA went to some type of Roosevelt school. <laughs> I went to Roosevelt and like Downey. Um, I went to Crestwood and San Pedro. Um, shoot. I went to Colin Powell in Long Beach, mm. in which um, I got to actually meet General Colin Powell, oh. like when he was a general at the time. And um, the school had just opened, and I was one of the kids that got to meet him and actually ask him a question. I don't remember what I asked him. This was like fifth grade, (laughs) (laughs) but they actually, um, they put it in a newspaper, like the Long Beach, I think maybe press telegram or something like that, which was pretty cool. But yeah, my, my grade school stuff, I went to Audubon too. Oh, okay. That's a a, a street. (laughs) (laughs) For a little bit, a little bit. Um, but my high school experience, I actually, that's when I, it was kind of like the heart of when I started getting busy with like my dance stuff and the music stuff. So I only went to high school publicly one day. Mm. One day I went to Lawndale High. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, and I definitely thought like I was gonna Mm -hmm. be there for a while, but I was currently um, in this group called the Giggle Club, which is like a children's group. We were trying to do like a Nickelodeon, Disney type of thing. It was supposed to be like the kids version of making a band. Mm. So um, we were making actually um, some kids bop stuff at the time. Oh, okay. (laughs) Daisy and the kids bop. And there was like some potential talk um, with us getting a deal with Sony. So my mom was like, okay, stuff is getting serious. Mm -hmm. Um, So she was like, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and pull you out. Okay. So... Lawndale for one day, and at that time, I remember I had on my platinum fubu. (laughs) First day ready, thinking it's about to go down. Mom's just like, nah, this stuff is getting serious. So went there for one day, and then um, I actually started to do an independent study program at Hearthrone High. Okay. 
So that was the next thing. I just had to like go up there, take tests, pick up my work. And then after that, I ended up just doing complete like independent study. Um, My mom found like an online program that I kind of just finished out. And um, she actually threw me my graduation. Mm. So it was like a show slash graduation, which was pretty cool. Did you dance at it? Did I dance? Did I dance? I might have. I remember performing. Okay. I performed. Um, and then some of my crump people were in it. Okay. Uh, I think I had like praise dancers. My mom went in. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, she found like a teacher and all that. Like, so I had, uh, she made me go take senior pictures, found a spot, <laughs> all that. She got the big senior picture at her house right now is so big it happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my school experience yeah it was it was interesting i for sure thought i was gonna just do the regular thing but not snatch me right out that's dope okay so let's talk about how we met i think it's a really interesting story how we met um so i'll, I'll start you know for me i remember meeting you when i was hanging out with mikey mm-hmm. um and she was like well I, actually i was going through my battle with my niece at that time okay and so um she was like yo come come to the studio let's let's create some music at the time she was teaching me how to do like um she was teaching me how to play the keyboard and stuff like that so she was like let's mm-hmm. write a song i remember you know so i was like all right bet so she bring me to your house mm-hmm. um off off well, it was Gardena right off of Rosecrans because my mom's salon is right across the street. Okay. So she brought me over there and we walk in and you were playing dumpster buck for her. And so that was my first time meeting you. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the video, I got chills, like wow. immediate chills. I was like, yo, like I felt like you were speaking something within me that mm-hmm. I never got to get out. And when I heard it and I seen the video and I saw the expression, I was like, yo this is crazy and Mm. honestly it when i went into the studio that energy went with me Mm. so that's how impactful that song and just how your voice is and how you deliver really is which is why i'm like yo i gotta i gotta interview you yeah you know so that's that's how i remember meeting you that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) wow what do you remember about that meeting i do remember i do remember that day um I think that was like the rough cut mm-hmm. of the video too. And it's so funny because I feel like my energy and my demeanor is kind of mysterious because I'm so chill. Yeah. So it's like when people hear me rap or see me perform or see me dance, it's like, yo, where did this come from? Right. <laughs> like right. my grandmother calls it like the, the Michael Jackson energy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's that's the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah man i do remember that day so that's crazy that you felt like that that means it did its job it did it did it really did and so i want to ask you like what was your motivation behind that song because we're gonna play it in a second Mm -hmm. but i want to know like what was the inspiration behind that song dumpster buck it's such a crazy title (laughs) (laughs) so it the origins of the song is actually um it is a crump song okay so in the crump world you know we have kind of like our own music um mainly like instrumentals with like crazy ad-libs from like east coast inspired stuff Busta rhymes mop dmx jay-z um but we do actually have a couple of people 
that I guess could be considered like crump artists. Okay. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a crump artist in terms of my music. Um, I think I'm more so just hip hop culture and bringing this new buck sound into that. But as far as the song, you know, crump is actually, it's been such a male dominated like style of dance Mm. since like the beginning. And, um, now in 2023 is actually a lot more girls like repping and really getting busy but i felt like i needed to sort of implement like that sort of piece into the movement and um really it was just about repping like Mm -hmm. repping even the just in society the whole the future is female like yeah. It just kind of being our time, you know what I mean? Even in hip-hop, how it's so many women that are welcomed in the space now. It doesn't have to just be one. Right, You know, right. it's multiple that's able to do their thing. So, Dumpster Buck, it just was like, yo, I gotta let y'all know we here. <laughs> and in the craziest way possible. Right, right. <laughs> Crump is so similar to battle rap, too. Okay. In terms of, like, the disrespect. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just being in your face. <laughs> so... I just came at it crazy. I guess my approach, how I am, like, if I am going to battle somebody in my, like, dance form. Mm. So, and I wanted other women to, like, feel that. You know what I'm saying? So, the first verse was really, really awesome crump stuff. (laughs) Um, The second verse, I feel like it was more broader. Okay. For just the world at large. Just the position that women, you know, what we've played just in terms of, like, you know, being told you're the weaker vessel, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then just equality in terms of pay and, yeah. and, you know, what we've been taught to believe as far as how we should, you know, carry ourselves right. and conduct ourselves in the world. So Dumpster Buck is kind of like a response to all of that. Like, yo, we we not playing with y'all no more. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I feel that, though. Yeah. And that's that's exactly how I feel. So I yeah. love that joint. Like, every time I listen to it, I be in a car and I feel like I transform. Like, yeah. like Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm about to get crumped, right? Get you lit. <laughs> right. That's what I'm talking about. That's the energy. Yeah. All right, y'all. So y'all going to listen to Dumpster Buck. We are going to go on our first break. So y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah. This is Dummy Buck. I think I'm I call it dumpster buck. Dump his punk ass in a trash fucking summer up. Who you calling a bitch, bitch nigga? I got a pit. I put my dog on your ass cause your crump ain't legit. It's the woman made of bullets in full effect. Y'all fully slept. Now your whole squad got a fill of hex. From the OG, I'll DP. Yo, big homie next. Snatch his legacy and feed the beast that is Daisy X. Ha, ha, I'm starving to drop some bombs and take out the garbage. The follow man, y'all like all oh, shit. Could it be upon us? Equality, motherfuck your policy. I'm taking all wins with Scully, though. I'll break your Scully, bro, in front of all them. I am a killer, so don't push me. Push me. I turned the veteran man into rookie. Crazy. I am a killer, so don't push me. Push me. I turned the veteran man into rookie. Chest bang on your man purse. Nah, I smack your fans till my hand hurt. Yeah, go retarded with Amazonians. Shit, it's Mother Earth, we want the throne again. Sick. 
Thinking about all the times you deprived us of human rights You consumed of the uterus, you approved of my body type Put a screw in my hobby life, drew a line in the sand Told me to shut the fuck up and lend out a helping hand Well I be damned, the fam is run off dysfunction Debunked the chain of commands We'll put the sons in the trash and bring in daughters to dance At last, think of the past, the pain of the number two I'm the truth that you always knew when subdued to cook up your food I am a killer so don't push me I turned the veteran man into Rocky. Rocky. Crazy. I am a killer, so don't push me. I turned the veteran man into Rocky. Rocky. To the out of the box podcast season three episode two we are in studio with daisy man you just heard dumpster buck that song gets me lit every time i don't know <laughs> if y'all felt it but i still feel it all right <laughs> so let's uh let's talk about your dance how, how did you get into dancing and, and that that uh that world the crump world crump crump um uh, so what i originally did was play basketball okay like that was like my stuff since i was little mm-hmm. um but i want to say like around maybe 11 years old um well i think everybody in la knows tommy the clown yeah right yeah. he was like i mean he is just like a la staple like you know if you had a birthday party at some point somebody somebody had him right <laughs> So he been doing it, you know, since 92, mm-hmm. but, um, fast forward to 2001 and he added a whole new just vibe to his world. So he brought in hip hop clowns in addition to himself. So Tommy started doing, I think he had the clowns with him at his birthday parties, but he started having these battle zones. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. battle zone took place at southwest college Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. and then eventually he started having them at the great western forum Mm -hmm. which is now i think the kia forum oh it is yeah it's so crazy so crazy i i I still think it's the great western forum right right (laughs) but um so yeah battle zone um my auntie actually she took me to a battle zone event okay and um that's when i was introduced to that world so like the clowns i'm talking they had on the makeup fully dressed but like 
going crazy to just like all types of like hip-hop music r&b just like current top 40 whatever at the time so this is 2001 mm-hmm. i'm just like yo yeah this is, this is nuts <laughs> so she introduced me to that world and then i think i went home blabbering to my mom like man this was crazy <laughs> so we eventually kind of like got involved in that world and um i remember i had two cousins well i have two cousins <laughs> my two older cousins um that love to dance as well and i kind of was like shy kid really Mm -hmm. like i guess i always had like these little hidden talents Mm. but just was reserved with it so but them they were like out there like just ready if it's a birthday party they the first ones on the floor everybody (laughs) is looking for them to get it started so i looked up to them like Mm -hmm. okay so i remember um once they found out about the clown stuff, we actually went to go try out for a group. Okay. The group was called Get With It. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and Get With It had a tryout at, um, I can't think of the park right now, but my mom took us and we all tried out and I was scared. <laughs> so eventually I danced, but it was like, <laughs> whatever. But they was out there doing their thing. So they actually made the group and I didn't. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So... I was like down in the dumps, mm. but trying to be happy for them because mm. I'm like, you know, like what? <laughs> so, <laughs> but I was, you know, just with clown dancing, it was more so like just big on entertainment and mm. being out there and having that personality. So for me, I just kind of like, you know, compared to them, I guess I just didn't didn't appeal but my mom she didn't settle for that she was like you know what forget that we're gonna start our own group dang mama don't play yeah yeah (laughs) so and my cousins was actually they was with it they was like all right cool so my mom ended up starting a group called i think we were called no fear clowns first (laughs) and we had like auditions in my great-grandmother's backyard Mm. so my great-grandmother She's like the big mama of my family. So her house, everybody didn't live there. Mm-hmm. She had the big backyard. So we had auditions. A couple people came through. So we mm-hmm. kind of started our journey there. I think we were probably one of the weakest clown groups, though. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to, like, <laughs> all the ones. Everybody that was, yeah, because back then, like, it was a lot they of them. They had a couple, yeah. yeah. It was a lot of them. You had uh, True Clowns, Homeboy, mm-hmm. Y2K, Worldwide's Finest. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Tommy was like the top notch, yeah. you know. So you had Tommy and then Tommy had like another division called High Class. Okay. Okay. So and he also had an academy too, though. That uh he had parties at, battles and everything. So we starting off mm-hmm. from the ground up <laughs> in the backyard with our little weed group, grassroots. <laughs> yeah. So and then like the, the top notch clowns had like jays on and a cool mm. outfits you know we we had to swap me with it you know what i'm saying going to get our chucks and stuff <laughs> but what they had the uh brush the airbrush joints yeah. yeah yeah but see but my auntie was always just a very fly lady so Dope. she she made sure that i got my jumpsuit and my airbrush too later Dope. so Dope. she got me lit but um so yeah our group we was no fear and then once we started getting more immersed like in the world we switched our name to get em up clowns okay and we started dancing to that yin yang twin song get em oh, up get okay. up <laughs> okay so that was really like the start of like my dance stuff mm-hmm. and then i want to say the clown thing kind of lasted maybe about at least a good year or two something like that okay. and then i got introduced to the first like official crump group 
Dope. which is called the Cartoons Family. Okay. So that's where I kind of cross paths with the people that you see in Rise. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So our group and Cartoons, we actually had a battle first, mm. and they like whooped our tail. Mm. <laughs> it was another case of us being so caught up in the clown world that mm. they was already on a different, yeah, different wave. Yeah. So we was dancing to the fast sped up music. Mm. They already had slowed the, the tempo down. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They whooped us at the park, and then we became <laughs> friends. <laughs> so that's kind of like can't beat them, join them. Yeah, on everything. <laughs> on everything. So that's when like the crump, the crump stuff started. Um, okay. Once we got with cartoons, so yeah. By that time, I think shoot basketball had pretty much slowed down, and I was more so kind of in that world. So that's really how like the dance journey started. Okay. I was a clown dancer first, and then transitioned into. Tell me about that scene in Rise where it looked like you were emerging out of something. You know, it was like everybody was like she got some it felt like everybody's like she got something and she needs to bring it out do you remember that scene yes okay tell just please i want to know what was going (laughs) on at that time for you and how did you emerge out into that person because the way you crump now is like that's what you turned into it's like the hulk yeah you know what i'm saying (laughs) tell me about that yeah um shoot that scene like i said i think me kind of having that shy thing and you know having that whatever in me but just hadn't really tapped into it yet i mean after kind of just being around beasts like tight eyes and miho and prissy and dragon um that day we had it was like a million battles that day but that particular moment we just was getting crazy so I was actually battling Dragon, who you see in the movie. Okay. And um, Dragon was real big on character. Mm. Like, in the movie, he's dressed like this combat (laughs) guy. He looked like he in Afghanistan somewhere. (laughs) So, you know, we had the camo on and the Tims. We just was going to war. But I think I actually, it was the first time that I kind of just tapped into a different place. Mm. Um, And just didn't care Mm. no more. You know, And, and that's what Crump has done for a lot of us i think crump kind of allowed this space to where you can be accepted in any form okay like a lot of us i think got confidence from that too it's like you can make the craziest faces you can just step out here and be completely free and we're gonna cheer you on and just exchange energy so that was that time where i just kind of like we call it a spaz Mm. you know like we spaz out and you know um that's what happened oh dope. <laughs> just spazzed out so you can actually hear t-fly say like this is what we all been waiting on yeah yeah <laughs> yes yeah yes. so yeah that's 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 what happened i just kind of went somewhere else and you can kind of see it too if you watch the footage i was like blinging it <laughs> 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 tripping out <laughs> it reminds me of how your music comes out though yeah you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like I see you, and then I hear the music, and it's like, it's this dummy book. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> like, bro, that's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's nuts. And it's actually what kind of gave me, like, an epiphany about what this whole buck music thing is about. Mm. Like, I had to go back to my origin points and, and really see, like, oh, 
this is what you've been the whole time yeah so yeah yeah it's crazy dope how did you transition into to artistry as far as writing music and creating that way um so another cool thing is um i had a stepdad who was a rapper dope. my mom was a singer mm. my mom I think left school and went on tour with LL Cool J oh. to go pursue her singing thing. Like my grandma was looking for her, <laughs> <laughs> like calling the police and everything. <laughs> Wait, so, she was young. She was yeah, like, oh, like, she was like a teenager. Like dropped out of school, went Dang. on tour, like out of here. <laughs> Mama really don't play. <laughs> no, everything. So mom's a singer, um, stepdad rapper and then my biological father actually was a DJ oh okay so the music was kind of just in yeah, yeah like in the DNA and um, my stepdad he actually he started to teach me how to write when I was like seven years old okay. so that was like something that we just kind of did in the house like mm -hmm. he worked on me with the sports stuff whatever I was interested in but he really took like his time with me and mm -hmm. um he wrote like my first verses and really explained like what the four count is and how you approach bars and he was always getting at me about like being a little more complex with you know how i present something now it took me a minute yeah. <laughs> to, to get in that space um but yeah he put me on like he used to play me jay-z that's that was his favorite rapper probably still is to this day and and one of mine as well um I was listening to Eminem young yeah, too. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I kind of always had a thing for like the more, the more like poetic type artists okay. too. Like when I was little, like West coast music didn't resonate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like okay. I was, I was listening to that L boogie and yeah. you know, Lauren Hill and um, just paying attention to what was going on on the, on the East. So the music thing, that's crazy because I didn't, I didn't think I was going to do that either. Yeah. I told you, basketball head. Yeah. We all watching Love and Basketball. Right. <laughs> right. We had our chains with the number right. on it. You know, we going to the WNBA. Or we going to be the first girl to go to the NBA. Facts. I, I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the vibe. So, like, yeah. the whole just art life kind of, like, really kind of hit me at once. Uh, I didn't really get serious, I think, about music until I was about 13. Okay which i was already dancing at that time but i really just started to kind of find a space for it and really i just noticed i paid a lot of attention to just messaging and music and mm. then just connecting with instrumentation and different stuff like that so yeah i got started through him and mm. then it just kind of like came about later and i really just started to fall in love with it so mm. yeah since i was about 13 the music thing Okay. Kicked in. So we're about to listen to Evil Geniuses. It's, that's that's it, right? Mm -hmm. Evil Geniuses. So give us um, the inspiration behind this song, Evil Geniuses. What 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 were you thinking about? What were you conceptualizing through that process? So the Evil Genius, I think it's it's just kind of like exposing the perfect plan to hold us down. You know what I mean? Like, just how society is set up. You mm -hmm. know, the different systems that are in play, you know, against, you know, us black people or just marginalized groups, mm -hmm. um, the underdogs, just, you know, we got to fight for everything that we want. Facts. You know what I mean? Whether it's financially, spiritually, mm -hmm. just to have some freedom in this country. So I just 
just kind of exposing how it's like, whoa, like you guys are really genius at how you mapped this out, mm. like going back to slavery and everything. Right, like, right. Like, yo, this is the perfect plot to get us to just like stay down here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just kind of like my take on exposing just those different schemes. Okay. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we're going to listen to Evil Genius and we'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. You got to like start off, set off. Cause all that stuff would just make you be set off You understand? Kill him. My mind is a host of a holding these thoughts Get a glimpse of my clips and explosions go off Every time I expose them, I'm closing the coffin I try to withhold them by choking the cause You're provoking my flaws cause you're hoping we starve I'm opposing your law, your approaches are wrong And that's raw, so it's war with a sword in my jaw The reward is a fraud, just to score the applause Of the people that's reaping nothing from discussions Of government funding, abundance is trouble So run if you hear it, success is a star And they won't let you near it, they keep us a fraud To distort the appearance of what could be God So we look to the pyramids, figuring it could be something a benefit till it gets hard is the scars of the innocent I'm trying to find I'm trying to find my peace I used to believe there was something going wrong with me I'm trying to find I'm trying to find my peace I used to believe there was something going wrong with me. I see vipers and cobras. I see vipers and cobras. Kill them. I see vipers and cobras patrolling the corners. They scoping out noblemen. Oh, or oh, that girl with a dream, low self-esteem. Her love is below for them. Hope is a joke for them. Hope they can poke on her. Give up the coke to him. Sold it to all his friends. He won't be broke again. She won't be lonely. See how they controlling them. Now they're promoting the hooders. Invested with criminals. No good is invested. Just clinical guesses like boredom, depression. It's pitiful. Let the pivot exhibit the Proof and the truth will be critical Seducing the youth is subliminal The abuse made us cynical Use of the juice came from you Trapped in screw like a tomb from the south These accusers should soon be found I'm out to I'm trying to find I'm trying to find my peace I My mind is a host of a holding these thoughts. My mind is a host of a holding these thoughts. Because I know that there's a generation of young girls like myself. Get a glimpse of my clips and explosions go off. Get a glimpse of my clips and explosions They're trying to figure out am I going to be who I am or am I going to be somebody else? Every time I expose them, I'm closing a cup and I try to withhold them by choking a cup and I try to withhold them by choking a cup. Just be an individual and be comfortable with the things that make you unique, even if it makes others uncomfortable. And that's wrong, so it's war with a sword in my jaw. And that's wrong, so it's war with a sword in my jaw. I'm trying to find my peace. I used to believe there was something going on with me. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find my peace. I used to believe. You are tuned into the Out of the Box podcast. This is season three, episode two. We are in studio with Daisy. 
Um, so Daisy, I have a question for you, and this don't got nothing to do do with the song. Um, okay. so the wellness pop up. I saw you pop up at the wellness pop up. Yeah. What did you think? I didn't do a recap, so I really want to know how you like. What you think about the event, and did you have a good time? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Mikey invited me. Mm-hmm. Um, I told her I would slide through. Um, I think it was really dope. Mm-hmm. Like the energy was very positive. Yeah. Um, I love that. It was women. Yes. You know, all women just getting lit. Yes. You know, everybody had like great messaging. Mm-hmm. You know, in their content. I mean. Uh, Mikey was getting off. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she, she was did. getting off. Uh, Erica was really dope. Erica Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, I love just the journey that she's on. Yeah. Just really walking into her freedom. Right. Um, I haven't even like met her yet, but I thought that was really cool. Just her feeling like she could just be who she is now. You right, know, that right. was that was really dope. Um, I did love when you and some of the other vendors came out too. Just. Mm. Um, representing for the community um in regards to like financial literacy and just wellness and everything like that's so needed man yeah it's just so much going on and so many people struggling so i always appreciate just information like i feel like that's what we need people just need information (laughs) so yeah it was dope it was dope it was a cool little spot yeah i was just in the cut tucked (laughs) off you know what i'm saying nah but it was yeah it was definitely a vibe it was cool yeah, it it was it was everything that we we really wanted to bring to the community. Like as far as the financial literacy piece, like we really want to do that a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the financial literacy, the wellness. You know, there was a, a Dr. Karen there, and she had these magnetic um, things that help to realign your energies and mm-hmm. all that. And so. I did it. Uh, I, my sister did it. I did it. And she had these magnets where it aligns you and you'll start and she'll kind of push you. You'll be off balance. Mm-hmm. And then she puts the magnets on you for 15 seconds. You hold and you see how realigned you become. And wow. it was instant, you know. So um, I'm all about holistic wellness. Yeah, I'm trying to get into some of that. Yeah. So <laughs> that that was really powerful. So yeah we hope to do that a lot more just for the community because everybody mm-hmm. came out because they wanted it mm-hmm. i think it was a need that we felt mm-hmm. you know and and we filled it that night you know so it was a beautiful thing it was a bunch of black people in there not oh, yeah. not having no type of problems oh yeah you know so yeah. it was dope okay now let's get back to you um so how did you find your voice because your voice is very distinct um i think i could pick you out out of a lineup if i heard your voice how did you develop that voice hmm i think just with time um i went through a lot of hood studio sessions (laughs) 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 being in the garage off the the window and cake walking all i'm just playing nah um it's just kind of something that's there. It's interesting because if I play you like some stuff from like my teenage phase, mm-hmm. you can hear it back then, okay. but it just sounds so much smaller. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but I've always kind of had this kind of power thing yeah. there. And it's and I swear it's natural. Like mm-hmm. I don't force anything. Like that's just how it comes out. Like yeah. I feel like you got some artists you might come across that like try to put on right like a performance voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's really just organic and um I think it kinda just 
puts me back in like alignment with knowing that it's something that God gave me. Like yeah. um I kind of look at it as like a like a trumpet or something. Okay. <laughs> Just sent to wake the people up a bit. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So what what do you see this journey take like where do you see this journey taking you as far as your music goes and like where do you see it going? Honestly, um the goal is to to reach like the misfit, the outcasts, the oddities of the world. Um, I don't know exactly, you know, who my music is going to touch. I mean, you, you kind of have a demographic in mind, but it's like you don't really know how it's all going to unfold. You don't know what people are going to jump at. It's like putting a video out there and you don't know what's going to go viral, right? right, right. <laughs> um, but I would hope, I would hope that what i'm trying to do with buck music um is definitely something to inspire to transform some lives to just get people lit um and just get people free too you know i think freedom is the goal okay you know freedom to just be yourself in whatever capacity and um the buck culture thing it really just crosses like everything it's not it's stemmed from crump culture mm-hmm. but it's so much more than that like crump now is an established dance style yeah you know and there are crump themes within buck but buck really is the you being a true version of yourself so it's like me being the buckest woman on earth it's an alter ego for me but it's also something that i feel like another woman can be mm-hmm. so i, I kind of picture myself festivals concerts and like other women little girls they got on a buck is women on earth t-shirts because that's what they believe they are as well and that's how they approach life like buck is a mindset you know it's it really is it's how we how we talk how we dress how we approach stuff like you can identify buck in anything Mm -hmm. like you could be watching a movie that has crazy dialogue that Mm -hmm. you connect with and you know, one of us would be like, "Yo, that was Buck." Right, right, right. You gonna hear me say it all day long? <laughs> <laughs> Something is Buck. So, I think that's the mission to get the world Buck. Oh, like, oh. Know. Okay. So, um, what do you have any projects in the works? Any music that you're creating now um, that you're working on? Yeah. So, I'm currently um, crazy. Like I was telling you before the interview, like just trying to figure things out. Um, you know, the social media life, this <laughs> oh. internet life, you gotta, <laughs> gotta be smart. So I think my problem is, uh, I am a bit of a perfectionist mm. and I have withheld so much stuff for a long time. It's like to be where I'm at now, I should have been had so many projects out and I don't, I don't have a single thing out. So you got <laughs> a lot of stuff in the, in the vault is what you're saying. I do. I do have stuff in the vault. Um, I got stuff I've scrapped. Stuff I probably lost in old hard drives and computers mm. and everything. <laughs> but I think now, 2023, um, the goal is to sort of just connect with the people. Because um, even with my social media stuff, I, I've appealed more so to my crump audience. Okay. Uh, which I feel is a base, too. Yeah. So now I want to just get out into the mainstream world more okay. and really just go for it. So I'm hoping by... I would say the end of this year, I'll have an EP out, like actually on platforms. Um, But I am getting ready to drop like a series of just like freestyles, videos, and just 
just do it yeah you know okay. so that's that's what i'm on right now just um getting everything ready and getting ready to present so i actually got something that i'm about to drop like in a minute so like i'm looking for it yeah 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 <laughs> it's and it's <laughs> is he it's crazy <laughs> okay okay it's crazy it's so. not like you don't drop anything crazy <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. yeah but right yeah on. i know but people have been asking me man for the longest like when you gonna put music out yeah. where can i watch your music and i hate having to answer that because it's like <laughs> it's coming it's coming so now I, I gotta stop bsing and really go for it. my mom be like look you can't just drop one thing a year yeah <laughs> So, yeah, especially my live video that yeah. you connected with. Like, I feel like if I had already sort of established, mm -hmm. you know, some songs out there, some stuff that people could already have been listening to, I think I would have got an even bigger response for that. Because yeah. that video to me is already on a level of like Tiny Desk and Man. like everything, you know Man. what I mean? So, yeah, I just had to go back and get it right. So that's what I'm doing now. Just trying to get it right and and connect with the right people like you and just whoever else is in the path so yeah. that's that's what i'm on now okay so where can they find what you have out now so currently you're gonna be mad again everybody <laughs> there's nothing on the platforms yet but i'm in the process hopefully i would say by this summer i'll have stuff on everything mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean you can go to my youtube channel and like watch my videos or go to my instagram and see the little stuff i released there um but yeah it's nothing that you can go find yet so but we're gonna get it cracking this summer i promise the video is worth a watch though yeah. i tell you like it's gonna get you lit and so to give you that preview before she actually drops so uh what, what's your youtube your youtube um handle um so my youtube handle is i think it's just at daisy or at no it's at the days so t-h-e-d-a-i-z-e -E. all of my handles is pretty much that uh okay. my instagram my youtube i do have a twitter but i barely like write on there yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kind of like lurk and look at the world <laughs> and shake my head but um yeah and my twitter is prototype daisy um so yeah the days though that's how you can find me um type in dumpster buck daisy yes and it's gonna come up and go crazy dope <laughs> okay so we're gonna listen to the last song of forgiveness so again tell us what was the inspiration behind this song forgiveness so forgiveness forgiveness was a song i feel that was birthed out of like my coming into my spirituality sort of phase um yeah i just have this hmm this interesting little relationship with god i think okay <laughs> um i think every warrior does it's yeah. like you question everything in life but then you have this crazy faith though that it's just all gonna work out yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure at the same time <laughs> so um but yeah forgiveness um it's actually like a remake the song was um originally an artist in the uk um his name is wretch 32 and labyrinth which is one of my favorite artists and producers he produced the joint he's singing on the hook and everything Dope. i heard that song i was like yo i gotta make my own rendition because mm -hmm. it's just about you know forgiveness which is a you know the main theme of god like yeah. just wanting us to forget i mean if you don't forgive he ain't gonna forgive you right yeah so that's kind of like the main messaging in the song so i just i heard that and was like yo i gotta go in on this so i remember when i used to perform at that little like 
church events and stuff that I used to go crazy on it. So <laughs> Eva J loved that song too. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's that's the inspiration behind that. Okay. Well, y'all stay tuned. Let's listen to forgiveness, and we'll be right back. Holding on, trying to be somebody, but it won't be long before you need somebody. Holding on, trying to be somebody, but it won't be long before you need somebody. Excuse me, my friend. Forgot that you were standing there Excuse me, my friend I don't remember who I am All I know is I was reaching for the stars Let go everyone I had here from the start Start Oh, oh Forgiveness Asking for forgiveness Hey, 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 hey Forgiveness Asking for forgiveness And it's like This unforgiveness thing It got me trapped And I'm dying to get out the box Huh? Oh Still conquering the cosmos Striving for perfection with my eyes closed not a diamond, but a rhinestone Falsified with the same effect, mind blown I got questions like, can these dry bones Live again when I'm harboring a time zone Overshadowed by imagery and high tones Relapsed and recapped a cyclone Screaming murder to the vessels that invest the scars Peacemakers eat later and I'm a starving artist Dream takers breathe hatred with no regard Regardless whether or not I got a broken heart So pardon me friend, harmony is far from me I know he's sovereign but involvement seems to call on me And I heard him cry for they know not what they do If you don't forgive them then I won't forgive you So what to do? Excuse me my friend I think I might have hit my head Excuse me my friend I don't remember who I am Cause I'm holding on Trying to be somebody But it won't be long Before I need somebody Controller's power at its finest peak And you're the tower that reminds my mind that I am weak No thinking twice, you live your life and we hardly speak Paying the price, breeding strife and it's hardly peace 70 times 7 is indebted I fell 7 more times and got back up You get the message at the expense of my sentences Somebody probably feeling pressure On the edge of a ledger Casting pearls among the peasants Jumping the fence of offenses to get across the street But without repentance this mission ends with a gnarly beef I was a victim forming weapons out of carnal grief You know, hurt people hurt people and it all repeats Let it go, let it drop, don't pick it up Blotted out, forgotten about, the blood trenched it up And I heard them cry, for they know not what they do Since you chose to forgive, I gotta forgive you Excuse me, my friend I think I might have hit my head Excuse me, my friend 
To the Out of the Box Podcast, Season Three, Episode Two, we are in studio with Daisy. Uh, so I was just telling Daisy, like, "Yo, everybody gonna be mad because this music is not available <laughs> <laughs> right now. It's so dope, oh yo. I might just throw it on. Just YouTube, throw it like, on there. Yeah. I mean, I think it's time. I probably should just throw it. On yeah, there. I think you should <laughs> <laughs> for sure. All right. So, what kind of adversity have you had to face um, through this process of creating? Oh, man. Shoot. Being told that they don't know what to do with me. Mm. (laughs) I mean, I've had meetings. Shoot, as young as like 14 years old. I remember like putting together some kind of EPK package for Virgin Records. Mm. Um, No, I'm sorry. J Records. And I remember they wrote back like, yeah, you know, just nah you're you're not ready Mm. (laughs) um i had a meeting at virgin records like i went to new york it was actually the same weekend that we were going to do a q a for rise Mm -hmm. Uh, we went to the tribeca film festival this was like 2005 Mm -hmm. the year the movie came out and um me and my mom stayed a day later to go to this meeting Mm -hmm. the music that i had at the time wasn't completely written by me so in this meeting the guy that we were dealing with, the A&R, he's like playing the tracks, listening to it, stops the music, and he tells me that I need to work on my pin game a little more. Mm. And the crazy thing is I didn't even write the stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I still was kind of, you know, sharpening my iron at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, just coming across different folks who just felt like, they didn't know how to market me. It's okay. like, okay, is she a backpack rapper? Uh, is she into the gospel field? Is she conscious? Is she yada, yada, yada? Mm-hmm. Which, that's what I'm saying. It brought about this recent epiphany. Like, no, she's Buck. Mm. She's a mixture probably of all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, that can be frustrating as an artist. You yeah. know what I mean? Just having meetings, doing showcases, you know, trying to present something, just getting somebody to believe in what you're doing right. and, and wanting to be behind it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of been like a main theme. And then just coming across people who also, you know, just pretend to be something they're not, mm-hmm. you know, act like they're bigger than they are, different, you know, 
booking agents and different people and all that and right. you think you got a little situation and then they be fraudulent <laughs> yeah yeah so that's kind of a crazy thing to do with i think within the business mm-hmm. um and then just constantly staying motivated after that stuff yeah you know like feeling like okay like i said it's no it's no particular way i guess to really see success in this thing as far as like a formula you know what i mean so it's just having to keep on pushing through that type of stuff like okay y'all don't have a narrative for me i got my own narrative yeah so and when y'all see what i do you're gonna be coming back yes. with a whole bidding war you <laughs> feel me <laughs> dope so yeah okay so what uh what kind of um advice would you give for aspiring artists on the rise man i would say the main thing is don't forget the art mm. you know like I know everybody got their own, you know, ambition and reasons why they do what they do. You know, everybody want to get some some money and take care of their livelihoods and their families and stuff. But ultimately, the art, man, like that's that's what we're creating as history. It's like when we look back at this time, like what did you do that like actually transcended, like that changed some stuff that like shakes something up, like really being immersed in what you're creating because i mean to me that's what makes us like the universe like we are creators so really tapping into that and not being afraid to like go there whatever that looks like for you like no matter how out there it is or how normal it may just come off like just be who you are and just like go crazy like be uber buck about it yeah <laughs> always be buck yeah okay well daisy we appreciate you for pulling up on us it has yeah. been a great time i definitely enjoyed this conversation oh, man me too yeah so um let's see so y'all be sure to check out her youtube channel um and hopefully she'll drop her music yes, like yes. this coming week or something yes like, yes <laughs> yes yes because <laughs> i'm telling you she don't come half-stepping at all like mm-hmm. everything she does is top notch so y'all definitely want to get tapped in with that um, but this has been out of the out of the box show. Uh, this is season three, episode two. Thank you to those of you that has tuned in live. We enjoyed ourselves and we hope you did, too. Uh, again, we want to s- extend a special thank you to our sponsors, Urban Financial Literacy. They are helping everyday people build, protect and preserve their wealth. So to learn more, visit www.financialliteracy. No, Urban financialliteracy.com um, also a friendly reminder to head over to www.blackmoneymattersactlikeit.com we are having our rebranding sale where all of our remaining items from our previous collection is uh, $30 um, and so yeah tap in with us um, leave a like comment on my sub- on my YouTube page and subscribe to my YouTube page. I will be back in studio May 20th. You never know who we're going to have in the studio next, so y'all make sure to stay tuned. We are out. Peace. up in the sky, keep your glasses high, can't nobody kill the vibe, cause we're celebrating right now.
People say they know me, but they barely know the story. Cause nobody did it for me. That's why I'm celebrating right now. Celebrating right now. That's why I'm celebrating right now. Celebrating right now. You should have seen the dreams that I had.